This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. We have a really special episode today, like one of the most special ones. My boyfriend Jake will be joining the show today. I really appreciate him doing this. I know it's definitely out of his comfort zone, but he's been really a trooper throughout the Seeing Other People and my content journey since we met. So just got to give a shout out to Jake for being supportive and being down for all of my shenanigans that he may not otherwise have wanted to subject himself to. So that's first and foremost. We're going to talk all about our relationship and what it's been like since we met, when on our first few dates, when we decided that we wanted to commit to each other, when we decided that we were in love with each other, what some of our ups and downs have been, our challenges, our highs and lows, and really everything in between. This is a really, really special episode, like I said, and I appreciate everybody who sent in those questions and also got to give a shout out to you guys, the Seeing Other People family, the listeners, everybody out there, because I really appreciate you guys for embracing mine and Jake's relationship. I know obviously this is a dating podcast, but it does mean a lot to me that you're curious about my relationship. I mean, I know I talk about my dating life a lot on here and, and my personal ups and downs and everything that I've been through, but it does mean a lot to me now to be in this really wonderful, healthy relationship. And I love that I have the opportunity to share it with you and talk to you about it. And hopefully you guys can learn a thing or two and and take something away from what you hear from me and Jake today and just what you hear from me in general. So really appreciate everybody tuning in. Really excited for you to hear this. Some other little housekeeping things. Just a reminder, I do dating app profile revamps. If you feel like your dating app can use a facelift, can use some improvement, maybe it's your photos. You're not sure which photos you should have. Maybe you really struggle to write prompt answers or bios, or you're just not feeling like your profile is attracting the right kind of people. I got you covered. I have years of experience doing this. I love revamping your profiles. You can head to the link in my bio on Instagram to schedule a dating app profile revamp. And if you're in the boat where you feel like your dating app's working fine, but you have some other stuff going on that you want to talk to somebody about, but not necessarily your friends, or you want an unbiased opinion, or you're in a situation that you're not sure what to do, or you just want to talk to me, I got you covered with that too. Uh, Those are my emotional support human sessions. They're 30 minutes long. I love getting to know you guys. I love actually having that FaceTime with you and hearing what's going on and seeing how I can help you with your dating lives. So again, if you want to schedule a dating app profile revamp or an emotional support human session, the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can also go to direct.me slash Alana Dunn, and those will give you the links to schedule those directly. I want to talk to you guys about my weekend for a minute. One thing that you probably don't know about me is that in my family, not only am I the youngest, but I've also been the only girl. I have two older brothers, two years older and four years older, and I have two first cousins who my family has always been close with. You know, we spent every holiday together, vacations growing up, um, and they're three years older and five years older. And again, they're both boys. So I've always been the baby and I've always been the only girl. And growing up, that was definitely lonely at times. You know, I was never excited necessarily for vacations because I felt like the boys would always go off and hang out and I wouldn't really have any like sibling or cousin friends to kind of talk to and obviously that changed as we got older you know my cousin John I'm like incredibly close with and obviously my relationship with my brothers has changed like we're all mature and, and good friends now and all that but it's really exciting because my two cousins are now engaged and They were all in town this weekend, them and their fiancés, because one of my cousins is in a band and they do a show once a year in New York City. 
And so I got to get dinner with my cousin's fiancés and got to spend time with them at the show. And it was just really, really lovely for me to finally feel like I had other girls to hang out with and not only hang out with, but like their family or at least when they get married, they will officially be family. But, you know, I already look at them as family now. And it was just it was really, really nice and really meaningful. And I definitely want to encourage everyone, like if you have family members that you're not that close with or that are joining the family, you know, a a cousin or a sibling's new fiance, definitely take the time to get to know them. I think family is so important and so meaningful. And it was just really, really nice. And I remember talking to one of them at the concert and I was like, it is so nice to have you. Like, I'm so excited to have you. I know that I've already had you and I will continue to have you, but it's just so nice. And it means so much to me that like, you're so welcoming to me and that we really want to like take the time to get to know each other and stuff. And it was just really nice. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And, you know, I just love seeing love stories unfold. I went uh, wedding dress shopping with the other fiance who I'm like really, really close with over. I've become really close with over the years. And that was my first time going wedding dress shopping with anyone. We went to Kleinfeld's. It was a really cool experience. Everyone was really cheering for the other brides. There were like 10 brides there at, at a time trying on dresses. And we were all like, like encouraging them and telling people what we thought looked amazing. And and one girl did end up saying yes to a dress and the whole place erupted in cheers. And it was like this really magical moment. And I couldn't stop smiling, looking at these people trying on dresses to celebrate their love stories. So with that, one last love story update is my neighbor. Yep. We're back to my neighbor. You guys, she is living her best life. So backstory, if you haven't heard the last two Tuesday episodes, my neighbor whose love life, dating life was a complete dumpster fire. I ended up encouraging her to download Locks Club because all of my other friends who have downloaded it ended up being in finding people on it and like ending up in great relationships. And so I was like, okay, neighbor whose name I will not mention, you have to download this app. And so she did and instantly just recapping again, instantly like her conversations were better. Her matches were better. These people were matching with her and actually starting engaging conversations, wanting to get to know her and then turning those conversations into dates and genuinely like asking her out and following through and, you know, confirming the day of and all that good stuff. And she ended up going out with three different people the other week. And she's seen one of them a few times since then. And it's like very upfront communication. Like he's already introducing her to his friends, telling her that he doesn't want to see anyone else, you know, wants to still go at a normal pace and not rush things, but was upfront to say that like he actually does not want to see other people and is not going to go back on Vox Club or any other dating app because he really wants to see how things unfold. And, you know, the other two people that she went on dates with were also so great. Like they texted her the next morning saying they had a great time and would love to see her again. She also decided that she really liked this third guy she went out with and wanted to give him a fair shot. So, of course, she sent those anti-ghosting texts because we love a mature communicator. But seriously, it's been incredible seeing this unfold. And like, again, I cannot believe this all happened from her downloading Locks Club and just the quality of the people, the quality of the matches, the quality of the conversations. And now even like how people are engaging with her and interacting like before the date, after the date, regardless of how it went, just really amazing to see. So you guys, if you're not on Locks Club, obviously this is a sign to get on Locks Club because you are doing yourself a complete disservice if you are not on it. And I say that after seeing so many of my friends meet great people on it who they are in such happy and healthy relationships with now. And hopefully my neighbor is next. I did reach out to Locks Club after hearing all these stories from my friends and I got you guys a expedited membership review referral link. So you can click the link in bio or You can just download the app and type in Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, as your referral, and that should give you an expedited review. So check that out. I'm super excited to hear how your Locks Club love stories unfold. Obviously, DM them to me. And let's get into the episode because I really can't wait any longer. This intro went on way longer than I thought. I want to get into it. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jake, for being here, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Hey, guys. It's Ilana. And Jake. And welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Wow. That was cool. That was special. You did great. So, okay, we have a different kind of episode today. Actually, we have our first repeat guest ever 
on the podcast, which is pretty wow. cool. Wow, that is cool. Yeah, do you feel special? A little bit, yeah. I feel like I have like an advantage to being the repeat guest, and there's no merit to it at all. I, I mean, I also <laughs> would say there's another advantage. Like you know me more than like any other guest has known me. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, except for some, I've had some close friends on the podcast on unfiltered episodes. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys sent in questions for Jake and I to answer. I'm super excited to get into this. There are some hot topics in here. We are going to start it off with a question that kind of brings us back to when we first started dating. What did Jake originally think about Alana working with a guy she went on dates with? Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? It is so normal, but it's not talked about, and it makes all of us going through it feel really alone and frustrated. And I'm one of those women, and I have been so self-conscious about my hair thinning and shedding for so long. That is why I'm eternally grateful that I found Nutrafol last year, and honestly, I wish I had tried it sooner. When my team asked me recently if I wanted to team up with Nutrafol, I have never said yes to something faster. Nutrafol has become a part of my routine that I can't live without because of how much it's helped me, and I truly could not recommend it more highly. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And it is so easy to start your hair journey. You can take the hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root cause. Because everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. That's why Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, as well as for different lifestyles like plant-based diets. And I know, I know, it can be hard to commit long-term to doing something every single day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping, and automatic delivery ensures that you'll never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. If I can do it, so can you. It's kind of funny that I'm recording this right now as I'm literally about to go get a haircut because my hair is probably the longest it's ever been right now and my hair never used to grow. But now it does and it's really all thanks to Nutrafol. Plus, I am so grateful to be going into my wedding feeling confident about my hair and that is definitely not something I expected to be able to say before starting Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners a $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion and I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me, I always choose comfort over how something looks, but with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right, so we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm not just a girl on the go these days. I am a chicken running around with its head cut off. Two podcasts, wedding planning, wedding attending, dog momming, traveling, and trying to eat well, move my body, and stay sane all at once is not a recipe for success. That's why I've turned to my recipe masters, aka Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat meals that taste delicious, make me feel good, and take a major thing off of my to-do list. Factor's meals are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved and there are more than 35 options a week to choose from 
from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Guys, I seriously can't say enough good things about Factors meals. They take two minutes to heat up, which means I can pop them in the microwave between recordings, or I can grab a ready-made smoothie from the fridge on my way to a workout class, or I can even have dinner ready for me and Jake after a really long day of work without lifting a finger. It has changed so much and has really made me feel like there's one less thing I need to worry about, and I feel good after eating the meals. Like They're so delicious and nutritious. You can order as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week, and you can pause or reschedule whenever you need, which has been really helpful for me with on and off traveling that I've had over the last few months and over the next few months. And you guys know I love when things make sense financially, and Factor meals are less expensive than takeout, so you save money and you don't have to go anywhere to pick them up. Factor's roasted garlic butter salmon and their tomato basil chicken risotto are two of my favorites that I keep ordering on repeat, but honestly, every single one of their meals has lived up to the hype. And of course, we are hooking you guys up. Head to factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 and use code seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. That's code seeingotherpeople50 at factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. I like this question. Um, with Jonah, I don't know. I thought it was definitely like interesting. I mean, he was always talking about how you... Uh, <laughs> you were like in love with somebody else and that's why like you and him didn't work out. He seemed like, I don't know, you both, like every episode was different. It was like one episode, you liked Jonah, the next episode, Jonah liked you type thing. So it was like kind of a weird dynamic and I wasn't really sure how it would go with us as we had like started dating. But I felt like you were definitely like out on Jonah in terms of like dating at that point. So I wasn't like concerned about that. And yeah, I mean, you do a, dating podcast so like you're going to talk about your dating life and whatnot and just so happened that your co-host was somebody that you went on like a couple dates with I didn't think it was like crazy you weren't like in a serious relationship yeah we weren't like dating for years and then broke up but decided to like yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah do you think it was like weird for us that I or I slash we ended up talking about like dating so much like was that a weird experience for you that me and you started talking about dating so much? Yeah. No, because I love, like, the dating conversation. Like, I I mean, we always talked about, like, Jared Freed and his mm. podcast, and I've listened to that, like, a million times. Um, so I just, like, genuinely enjoy this type of, like, discussion and banter, and that's why I listen to your podcast still. Like, it wasn't just I started listening to your podcast when we first started dating. Like, I still listen to it today. Like, I listened to today's episode. Yeah, guys, Jake is literally <laughs> seeing other people's number one fan. Yeah. Like, in the best way. Yeah, I do like seeing other people. It's yeah. a good show. Like, like <laughs> true, like, supportive boyfriend, number one fan. Like, on Spotify, it will be my number one this year. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love love that. Uh, well, thank you. Have you given a five-star rating and review? Of course. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> Have you followed on Instagram? Surprisingly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told your friends to listen to the podcast? Told all my friends. <laughs> That is what we like to hear. Even you guys. told my boss, and my boss listened to an episode. <laughs> oh my god! I got yeah. Jake came home or came over the other day and was like, "Oh, like my boss told me he listened to an episode." I was really nervous, like that. I was like, "Oh my god! I hope it was a good one." Well, now I'm nervous too because he might like listen, listen to, to this, this episode <laughs> or something like that. If you are Derek, hi. Hey, Derek. <laughs> okay, cool. Next question from a guy's perspective. So, Jake, from your perspective, do you need to have the spark with someone? Uh, no. I mean, I think we like talk about this a lot that our relationship started off as like more of a slow burn type of thing. I mean, there's things you need to like have Mm -hmm. in a relationship, but no, I don't think like you need to like meet and needs to be fiery and like pull each other aside or something like that. I think it can grow over time and like build a really good relationship that way. What did you think of me after the first date? Because I've told the story like of my perspective of that after our first date where I was like, yeah, like this guy's like cute, normal. Like we talk, like I won't die if I don't see him again, but like, yeah, I mean, probably closer to the same, like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I definitely knew I wanted to see you again. I think like I knew that, uh, the situation wasn't great. Like we were outside and it was freezing, whatever. And yeah, just wanted like a second date. So yeah, I think that if we go on the apps and you talk and you meet, once like i don't know you should at least give it a second try i feel like a lot of people like cut it off after one date or something like that and it's like you didn't even know the person i mean i get it if they're not like 
listening or something like that or they're talking about themselves the whole time or you're just physically not attracted to them and right. those are the reasons like i think those are fair um because of yeah i just think they're fair yeah. <laughs> but like yeah if you like talked to them for a little bit and matched and went on a date and like kind of like the person i think it's worth it to give a second date yeah i completely agree with that um okay what Jake, what dating advice do you hear women say about men that you disagree with? I would say a lot of girls say that they don't like someone who plays games. And I feel like that's true. Like people don't want someone who plays games. But at the same time, like a guy or a girl needs to like have like a calm approach. Like you can't be too jumpy at the beginning either. So even if you are really excited, like I think with me and you, like, I was excited after, like, date two or three, and then you were going to Florida, and, like, I couldn't be the person that was overbearing and being, like, I need to talk to you, like, whatever, right. we need to, like, hang out tomorrow when you were leaving for three weeks, so you need to, like, relax your emotions. Those first, like, six weeks of dating are so, like, crazy, right? Like, you go, it's like a roller coaster when you first start yeah. dating someone, you're, like, excited for the date, then you go on the date, then you're, like, oh, I like them, do they like me? now yeah. do I like them <laughs> like, isn't it weird <laughs> after like a few dates with someone you can be like oh my god like I might die if I don't see this person again and it's like wait a second you literally didn't know them two weeks before there's like so much anxiety in the first I would say like four weeks of dating somebody is yeah. just like total emotions every which way yeah so if you can't see them for like a week and that's kind of what it is when you first start dating somebody everyone's like you kind of go on a, a date a week Mm -hmm. Right. You're like, I can't do like two dates in a week or that's too much. Or I can't like ask them to see him tomorrow because it's too much. Like there does have to be that type of like reserve, I guess. Yeah. Can't be too. Uh, I don't know, can't want it too much. Yeah. Our timing, even though obviously there was like that three week gap after our second date when I was away. But it was really interesting. Like you had your work schedule was different. Like you were only free like Sundays and Mondays because you worked at night um, the rest of the nights. And it actually, I think, like, worked well where, like, I knew that. I mean, I think <laughs> that calmed my anxiety so much because <laughs> I was like, oh, like, I don't have to worry about what this guy's doing because, like, I know he's at work. Um, but that's another story. Um, but it was really, I think, good and kind of routine. That, like, after our first date was on a Monday, you asked if I wanted to do something again the following Sunday, which then you realized was Valentine's Day, and I think you felt a little awkward and then asked about Monday instead. We did Monday. I think it was good that we, like, kind of knew that that became our day. We always hung out on Mondays. Yeah, I think you moved your work schedule around to be like off on Mondays too and we'd have like a whole day. Yeah, yeah oh, we had such fun days. Except everything was closed on Mondays. Yeah. Remember that? that? Especially, and then it became Monday, Tuesday and everything was still closed on Tuesdays. Especially during the pandemic. Yeah. It was like oh restaurants were like, we need to be closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. I was like, oh, okay. We came up with so many fun date ideas that we couldn't do. We still have to do the photo booths to our Photo booths. Photo booths are open now. Cool. When it comes to talking about how Jake and I ended up together, I have to give credit where credit is due. Right before I met Jake, I heard about Mindset Wellness CBD, and I heard about how CBD can actually help you with your anxiety. So I tried their Happy Gummies, and I loved how it made me feel like my best self. And then I tried their Calm Gummies, and it really helped alleviate a lot of my anxiety. That's when I started incorporating the Happy Gummies and the Calm Gummies into my dating routine. I would take a Happy Gummy before my date to take back a little strip of anxiety without making me feel out of it. It's not like having a shot before a date. Like it really didn't impact my behavior, but it enhanced my mood and it made me feel less anxious and more present and just happy, like how I would wanna be on a date. And when I would get home from each date, I took a Calm Gummy. This is because the hardest part about dating for me was after the date when I would start to overthink everything, make up stories in my head and let my anxiety take over. The Calm Gummies gave me the opportunity to not be filled with anxiety after. Instead of staring at my phone endlessly waiting for texts or staying up all night staring at the ceiling replaying every moment of the date, I was able to just be happy about how the date went and remind myself that the date went well and no amount of anxiety staring at my phone, questioning things, and rethinking things would change the result of it. I can't thank Mindset Wellness CBD enough for helping me with my anxiety and for helping me get into the relationship that I'm in today. If you have not tried CBD or if you haven't tried Mindset Wellness CBD, you're doing yourself a complete disservice. Trust me. 
Head to mindsetwellness.com. Fill up your cart with whatever mindset you're feeling. Again, my favorites for dating are happy and calm. And let me know how it goes. I love hearing your mindset wellness CBD success stories. Oh, and of course, use code seeing other people for 20% off and free shipping. Okay, next question for you is, uh, Jake, what do you think of the so-called dating rules? The dating rules. Um, I disagree. Like, I don't think there are dating rules. I think like you talk about that all the time. I definitely agree on your stance of it, um, that there aren't dating rules and like everyone's different. Like you find the person that like you're most compatible with and like, they're going to like you for the weird stuff that like you like, you know, I think we have like, a lot of the same interests, like similar background, <laughs> like whatever. Um, and I think everybody like has somebody like that, that they like, yeah, we'll be good with one day. So yeah. I don't think there are any rules. I think if what you do scares somebody away, then they weren't the right person. And yeah. that's like totally fine. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think people will try and justify the rules in so many different ways. And I'm sure you guys listening listen to other podcasts where they're like super dating rule focused. But I, I do think at the end of the day, yeah, like if somebody thinks you're weird for double texting them or asking them to hang out on a day's notice or saying you can only hang out like during the day on Sunday, like there's nothing weird. Like, yeah, it's if, almost better to do the weird stuff kind of early. Yeah. If, I mean, if, if double text seems weird, I don't know, like how crazy that is. But if, if someone's like so turned off by double texting and you do it on like the second between second and third date or something. Yeah. At least you found out in right. the first 10 days versus two months from now or something like that. Yeah. That's the thing. I think when people try really hard to follow dating rules, they end up not being themselves. And if you're not yourself, the person that you're going on dates with isn't going to get to know you until it's like too late. And then they're going to suddenly wake up one day and be like, oh my God, like Jake is not the person that I thought he was. He's been playing all these games and following these rules that have kind of hit his personality. Yeah. You don't want to live in a lie. Yeah. I'm going to be who you are. Yeah. Be who you are. Love it. Jake, um, dun, 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 dun. who is your favorite Jonas brother and why? Oof. Probably Joe. I mean, no, definitely Joe. I don't know, he's just the coolest, I feel like. In what way? Define like, cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, Joe's my favorite. I don't know why. I can't really put it into words. You're I'm a bad. Joe girl. I'm bad with words. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Joe girl. He's a Joe girl, you guys. Do you think it is easier to date in New York City as a guy as opposed to a girl? Just New York City. Um, no, I mean, I think it's like the same challenges, right? Like, why would it be any different for guys versus girls? Okay, in general, do you think it's easier to date as a guy or a girl? Take take the New York part out. Ooh, I don't know. I think it's hard for both. Like, I think each one has like its challenges. Like, guys have the same anxieties as girls. Like, I mean, probably not as much in terms of like what they wear out for the date or something <laughs> like that. Um, Jake recently learned that sometimes I have to try on 20 outfits before I feel like comfortable wearing one. So <laughs> that's where we're at. But no, I don't know. I mean, you know, everybody has their challenges with dating. I think before I met you, like dating was super hard. I mean, I was traveling a lot for work, so I wasn't like dating anybody seriously, mm -hmm. but it was still like hard. It was like hard to meet somebody and like stay with them if I was like going to leave. And I think a lot of guys feel that same way. Yeah. I have a question actually that I just thought of. So for you, um, this is your first serious relationship. And I feel like a lot of times, especially as we get towards like our older or later, older 20s, later 20s, later, late, late 20s, like early 30s, people kind of put a stigma around somebody never having been in a relationship before. They say like, no, like I'm not here to train them. Like I'm not trying to be there first and like be their training wheels. And that's something that when I met you and, and heard that, I was like, is this a red flag? Like, meh. Not really. I mean, everyone's got to date somebody eventually. I don't know. Totally, totally. But I guess my question is for people who do think it's like a concern or a red flag, what would you say to them? And I have my answer too, and I'll share that after. I mean, you might just not be like a match. Like if that's like what you're concerned about in the relationship is that this person hasn't been in another relationship before, mm -hmm. then like, yeah, it might just not be what the girl's looking for, the guy's looking for. If they're like, oh, this person's never been in a relationship, so they're not going to be right for me, okay. then... Yeah, maybe that's the answer. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, if you're going to judge somebody for that, then yeah. it's not it. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm on, like, another level because I've dated someone before. Like, right. I don't know. It doesn't take away from someone's actual, like, personality traits or, like, who they are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. So they just haven't 
spent as much money and <laughs> <laughs> well okay but isn't dating expensive too as a like guy in new york city i mean what i guess what value do you lose as like what value does someone that hasn't been in a long-term relationship lose to somebody that has been in a long-term relationship is it that like they've met the other person's parents before is it that like they might be better at like a dinner party or something like, i'm serious like i, I no, don't know I, yeah i think people think like oh well they know how to deal with like ups and downs and they know how to have like harder conversations or talk about like relationship shit but no i i agree with you and, and this is something that i really learned from dating you because i like had people sending me questions like uh, or saying that their red flags were if they've never been in a relationship before and to me it made no difference like you are who you are and you're able to communicate because you're emotionally mature and you're able to like have conversations with me and we were able to go through like every step of the relationship like normally it's not like oh you've never seen a relationship before yeah it sounds ridiculous like I'm gonna like not be able to I don't know one of the things you just said was like when we have like a fight or something like you're not gonna be able to like talk I don't know right I, like, what, am I not a human I don't have these conversations at work or right, with my family right. like right also, there was a plus that, like, there was never an ex that I needed to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, like, probably a lot of pluses. I and mean, yeah. you go through stuff for the first time together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also, just know. because someone's <laughs> been in a relationship before doesn't mean they've been in a healthy relationship before. Like, I have been in plenty of relationships that, like. It's like I promised the, the other person could sit on the couch and watch Netflix, too. <laughs> you know? Like, like, sometimes he gives me the better side of the couch, and I appreciate that, but I don't think he needed to be in a relationship before to accept that. Yeah, I didn't, like I didn't grow, like, empathy or something from not knocking <laughs> in the relationship yeah. or something. Okay, so it's settled. If somebody's never been in a relationship before, it is not a reason to write them off. Yeah, cool. it's a very, like, interesting one, though. Yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I thought about that. Glad <laughs> you brought it up. Okay, next question is, what has been the most challenging part of your relationship so far? <laughs> um... I don't know. So many challenges. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Food costs money. <laughs> Some restaurants need to make reservations 30 days out. <laughs> um, I forget to bring my Polaroid some places. Forget to bring your Polaroid places. Yeah, really luxury problems. This is for Jared's luxury, <laughs> luxury lounge, lounge right now. Um, I don't know. Our biggest challenge. Biggest challenge. Maybe like Barkley. Yeah. As great as Barkley is and as much as we love Barkley and I love Barkley, I mean, he's definitely like a lot <laughs> and he's always there. I mean, your parents moving to Florida, so you go to Florida yeah. like for a week, a month. Yeah. And I was going to Westchester a lot before then because it was like the end. Yeah. So we went from like our families living 10 minutes away from each other to New York to Florida. Yeah. Though, not, wait, not, guys, that, not that that's really a challenge. Was, like, I don't think it's like a huge deal. It was like, I'm not, really concerned. Cute. I'm not concerned about any of it. We need to talk about the really adorable thing that happened where his parents coincidentally rented a house for the winter in Florida. And of all the places in Florida, it happened to be literally 10 minutes away from my parents' new house. So not only did like we both get to go down there at the same time and like have dinner with like both of our families, but like. Our dads were playing golf together and like our moms were like getting lunch, which is really cute. It's true. Yeah. My parents are now upset because they're back in New York. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It was very funny. No, I agree. I, yeah. Barkley has definitely come with a lot of challenges and it's like hard to go out. I mean, he is very attached as I actually don't know if I've talked about this a lot on seeing other people. Yeah. Barkley is kind of my owner. Um, I do love him and he does. He did raise me very well, but he doesn't like to be without me. And so it's been really tough. Like if Jake and I want to go out to dinner, we have to find somebody to watch him. Um, we've definitely had to do a lot more things in and like we've had to like turn down last minute plans because they haven't had someone to watch him. And the list goes on and on. He is always there quite literally. But I do also, I mean, at the same time, like you've been so patient and understanding through all of that. And I really appreciate that. And I remember right when I got Barkley, I was hearing someone told me a story about their roommate who their roommate's boyfriend got a dog and the girl was so jealous and it ended up breaking them up because like the guy was spending all this time with his dog. And like when she would go over, 
he would be like, oh, like, you're so cute. Like, you're so cute tonight. And she'd be like, like, look up. And he was talking to the dog and not her. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, is this what's about to happen? Did I just, like, ruin my relationship by getting Barkley? And Jake's never really, like, loved a dog before. He never grew up with dogs. He never really had a dog that he, like, felt connected to. And so I was really worried about that. But um, I, like, love and appreciate how much you've, like, welcomed Barkley into our lives. Yeah, I love Barkley. Barkley! (laughs) No, stay sitting, Barkley. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) Do not rile him up. I was going to say, I think, I think one of the biggest challenges, I think, just since we met each other was Zoe. Yeah, I I was was thinking that too yeah um for those who don't know zoe was my family dog um who i got my junior year of high school and she was like literally my best friend in the world and last july um july 4th weekend jake and i had just driven down like a five-hour car ride in a crazy storm to delaware for the weekend for fourth of july and as we get there at like 12 30 i get a facetime call from my parents and zoe went missing and um we ended up yeah I mean it was like instantly like the worst like my biggest nightmare like biggest fear in the world was anything happening to her and I mean from that minute like it, it was just like you knew what to do kind of and I'm I know like you definitely did it and you were like holy shit like what the fuck do I do but you were just like there for anything that I needed and like it's not like you were trying to like make it better because nothing could make it better but you were just like unconditionally there and like even from like us trying to figure out how to get back that night to like look for her in the morning and stuff like we ended up waking up at 3 a.m and taking a 500 dollar uber back from delaware somehow we found a driver to take us but like you were looking up like renting cars and and like like hiring someone to drive us and like literally anything you possibly could um and then yeah i think you only had met my family like once before that you ended up staying for like five nights straight yeah that was a crazy weekend Yeah. yeah for sure yeah um and i just think that time in general was really really difficult but like yeah you really felt like i think you were you were like my whole family's like emotional support (laughs) human through all of it yeah it was sad i cried a lot too yeah that was the first time we saw each other cry yeah and i'd only met zoe a few times i mean we still were i mean we weren't like early on dating but we were like pretty early i mean four months maybe yeah oh my god okay wait what i think one of the things i think about when i think about that time and i actually don't think we've talked about this before but we hadn't said i love you yet and i had like zoe time by zoe time we had not said it and i had something that had been like on my mind for a while and every single text that came through were like people even if i hadn't talked to them like five years being like i love you lana like i'm here for you like i love you so much and like it was just like every time my phone lit up with a text it was somebody saying i love you and like in my mind i'm like oh my god we can both see this like this is so awkward like every (laughs) single person in the world is telling me they love me and like it's all news to me (laughs) and we haven't said it and then i'm like oh like i really want to tell him i love him but like this is so not the time or like (laughs) we really hadn't said it by that point no it couldn't have been much longer after that. No, definitely not. But like I said it first for the record, um, <laughs> which again, like girls, you can say it first. I feel like people always like want to wait for the guy and like you don't need to wait for the guy. I think it's completely acceptable. Like if you want to say it, you can fully say it. Agreed. Doggies. Challenge. Doggies. <laughs> I know there's something Do- about Doggies and dating. Doggies and, and dinners. Okay. Um, both of you answer. How did you know you wanted to commit to each other? You can go first. Okay. I actually think that it was after our third date. Our third date. So I was in Florida and I ended up getting off a wait list to get my vaccine. And I was supposed to be there for two full weeks. And this was right after the first week. And they were like, oh, like, can we got an extra shipment in? Can you be here like tomorrow afternoon and I was like absolutely like didn't tell them this is like over the phone didn't tell them I'm in Florida like I booked a flight like in that moment for like the next morning um but I texted Jake it was like yeah like I actually just got off a wait list to get the vaccine like I'm coming back for like 48 hours like I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow Saturday when I come back and I'm leaving Monday and he was like oh like let me see if I can get off work like I'd love to like take you to brunch and I was like oh my god like this guy's like gonna try and take off work for me. Like that is so nice. For some reason, you were working that Sunday. Yeah. You know, we Sunday Monday we talked about. But um, well, you were gone. I think so. It didn't yeah. really matter at the time. Aw. But I was like, at first, I was kind of like, oh, like this is a little aggressive. Like he's gonna try and like but take no, off no, no, work. No. See, what you texted me that you were coming home for a day. Like 
when you first texted me that you were coming back, I was like, oh, she's coming back like for good starting tomorrow. And I was like, oh, cool. So we'll hang out next week. And you're like, oh, no, I'm only coming back for like Sunday and then I'm leaving back on Monday. Yeah. So you had already texted me that you were coming home for 36 hours right. saying that you wanted to hang out with me during. I don't think I said I wanted to hang out. No, I'm pretty that was sure. all you. No, no, that was you. No, totally not. That was, I'm going to find the receipts, you oh, guys. Oh boy. I have this weird power where I can actually find old texts, which we should talk about those old texts. We no, should. we shouldn't. Old texts are weird. I feel bad for anybody that has like their text exposed from like the first six weeks of dating. I feel like it's just like so fucking awkward. Um, okay, I'm typing in refinery rooftop. It's like, oh, how many brothers do you have? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, refinery rooftop isn't popping up. What else would it have been? All right. I'm letting myself down right now. But in any case, um, yeah, so he ended up, whatever, whoever asked first. I'll report back on that next week, you guys. But um, Pretty sure it was you. I don't think so. You told me you're coming back like for I a reason. I told you I was going. Yes, no, no. I because we were talking and you were sending me sad faces that you weren't going to see me for so long. I swear on my life. I swear on my life. Now <laughs> you're just going to tell lies. He's looking at me like I have ten heads. But no, I'm not even kidding. I remember sitting with Angie, um, my cousin's girlfriend, now fiance, who we're actually going to dinner with in we'll an ask, hour. We'll ask her tonight. We'll ask her. Yeah, that's a good call. This is and, our first argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people always ask what we fight about this right now. You're listening to it. These um, are probably what we fight about. It's like the little details of like yeah. a story. <laughs> yeah. The, coming from the couple who has a list of the dates they've been on. We're at, this is 202 now, right? I Date 202? I think so. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So it was on that date. We ended up getting brunch and then we ended up like going to a bar that was like in our old neighborhood. Uh, shout out the gem because I'm sure a lot of you know about the gem saloon. We ended up like jokingly like walking there from refinery rooftop. And after that, we had already like been hanging out for like four hours or so. And like I was going to go home. Also, mind you, I had just gotten my vaccine and I was like not doing well. Like Jake was literally cutting my food for me and had to like put my jacket on for me. And I was like, oh, like I'm probably just going to go back and like watch One Tree Hill. Like you're welcome to join. And that was literally my plan for the rest of the day. And he was like, okay. And so he got in the cab. and That's we, why you lied to me because I watched One Tree yo, Hill. hold on. <laughs> I'm getting there. This is the longest story ever, the way I'm telling it. But yeah, we ended up watching One Tree Hill from like literally like 4 p.m. to like 8. And I think just like sitting, like laying there, we were like, we were like, we like didn't hook up or anything. Like he didn't like, we didn't not, you know, like try anything. It just felt very comfortable. And like, I, you were very sick. I would, yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. You were not, not well. well. I, I don't think we were in like well. position to like, yeah, very good call. But like I got home and I like changed into like comfy clothes and like, I felt comfortable doing that. Like I just put on like a sweat, like sweatpants and a sweatshirt and I didn't feel like nervous about doing that. And I don't know, like I felt like, Oh my God, like this is actually a person I can go have like a lot of fun without and then come home and have a great time with like sitting on the couch and watching the show for hours. And so that's like definitely early on in terms of like committing, which is the question. So I guess not really answering the question, but all that said, I definitely felt like that was a turning point for me where I was like, Oh, like I really like this guy. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Um, for me, I mean, I don't know, probably throughout all of it. Right. Like I just felt like, by the time we had like the zoo date in Central Park, and uh, you guys should see the first picture <laughs> that we have together. It's one of those like cardboard with like the whole face cutouts. Yeah, that's a great picture. Oh my god, it's it's actually really funny because we went to the zoo in Central Park and we went to like the kitty zoo first, and I and I had never been to like the zoo in it's, Central Park. It just had Park. some lambs and goats and, and birds. It, it was like it was like ending. I was like, oh, that was like kind of like a weak zoo and alana's like wait do you think this is the real <laughs> zoo in central park was i was so like funny. uh <laughs> that was hilarious that was oh, a great day no we started the day with waffles and mimosas on my rooftop that was a great and day. then we played mario kart and we were actually like probably too drunk to actually <laughs> go out for the day we, I, we were both I like, just, like napping down like <laughs> flat on your couch like in front of your roommates and I was like good night and it was like 11 30 yeah morning. it's 11 30 all my roommates are working from home we're like falling asleep um but then the rest of the day was really fun I we went to the central park and whatnot and Prince Street Pizza Prince Street Pizza and yeah it was just like a really fun good I had a date. meeting that night you did have a meeting and that night. And you sat there while I had my <laughs> meeting. It's true. And then I asked for my meetings to be moved from Monday nights to Tuesday nights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, I was like, I don't know. Like we, It was always fun when we hung out. And I feel like 
you just we like connected and have the same like everything everything i don't know we're just very similar yeah in a good way yeah okay when slash how did you know the relationship was working out or would be better than and different than past ones um i feel like i'd have to like look at the date list or something like that to pick like an exact time but (laughs) no i don't know i feel like i'm passing in the date list guys that's what's happening right now i can go if you want yeah go for it i think it was in in terms of like us like versus like the relationship just jake in general it was right off the bat it was as soon as like he texted me like right after our date and was like i had a great time i want to see you again and like that just like provided me with comfort and then after our second date he was like i know you're going away for a few weeks but i'd love to talk while you're gone and see you when you're back and then just like me coming back for not so long and and him making the time to see me and it was just that communication constantly and it really put me at ease and made me it, it instantly felt different than other situations where I felt like I had to chase somebody or like somebody was playing games or playing hard to get or I didn't know what they were thinking like his communication went such a long way with me and that's coming from somebody who had never been in a relationship before so guys reminder it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter yeah I mean looking at all the dates I feel like we were super comfortable like throughout all of them honestly um I wonder why we were like so comfortable i feel like on our first date we weren't i actually feel like because we talked i mean the second date we actually talked about dating like a lot and i feel like we talked about jared freed and like all this stuff and like similar to just like talking right now we were just drinking and talking about dating and like rules and stuff like that i feel like because i'm like pretty interested in dating and i do feel like people can get like better at dating and communicating and you know, just being like better people. Yeah. Um, I think those things like helped. I don't know. We like shared that interest from the very beginning and yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was all like a big part of it for sure. I think it was because I was interviewing Jared Freed at that time for seeing other people and (laughs) Jake thought it was the coolest thing in the world. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Jared's a big deal. (laughs) I remember our first maybe like 30 dates at one point we we took a step back and we were like oh my god like oh this is so true like that's fine jared J- jake has brought up jared on every single we one we used of to play dates. like a drinking game where like every time jake it was actually every was time every jake said- makes mentions jared and every time alana mentions zoe yeah 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 that's true no we don't mention either of them much anymore <laughs> a, lo- I think a lot on this podcast i think i've apparently. become jake's new jared <laughs> is what happened over time i mean i still listen to jared you don't talk about him as much, though. No, but I, I mean, I could. <laughs> Go for it, by all means. Jared, we love you. This is just a Jared episode. Yeah. I do love Jared. But, like, that was what, I think that helped me a lot. If was, we were playing this drinking game right now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But, like, in terms of, like, I listened to Jared and, like, took, like, advice and feedback kind of from Jared. And I think because I relate to him in terms of, like, he's just, like, a normal Jewish kid, like, yeah. whatever, went to Penn State. And felt like every one of his, all of his advice is like just super logical and like very common sensey. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that's why, that's like why we connected in this in terms of like dating and stuff. And actually why I think it's good for people to listen to dating podcasts, like people that are actually listening to this, like I do actually think it's helpful that you listen to podcasts and like you try to become a better dater and like you do stuff intentionally. I think when we both dated like, it was after we had both lost our jobs, like we were like starting new things and we were just like, I don't know, it was very like intentional. Like we both knew what we were doing going into dating. There was no like games. There was not a bunch of like overthinking. The texts weren't like weird. Like we knew like what a proper date was, like who should pay, like when, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was all just like we felt the same way about dating like with each other. Yeah. And I think that helped, which is so why it was always easy. So who should pay? Well, the guy at the beginning, for sure, for like at least a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we go to our next question. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Do you ever feel like you have nothing interesting new to say to each other? What do you do? Oh, my God. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Do you think we're out of the honeymoon phase? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Somebody said that to us once. We were like, oh, you know, we're still like we've never had an argument and like we always have stuff to talk about. And they're like, how long have you been dating? We're like, a year. And they're like, oh, well, you guys are still in the honeymoon. And yeah. I was like, oh, like is that still the honeymoon phase? Like one year into it? 
It depends. It can range from like six months to like two years. It real. I, I think it's like six to eighteen months or something. That's a long time. A but I. Do you think we're still in it? Um. I don't know. I guess not. If I didn't answer it like right away, I and mean, we still go to like great dates and stuff but i like i hope that never ends yeah right? i like, think that's our personality like we want to yeah. be doing that stuff yeah so guys we said yes to a 9 45 reservation tonight we're gonna if we didn't go to this reservation we'd actually be asleep <laughs> by 9 45 no it's so funny the way this conversation unfolded we're like debating basically this go everybody go follow i'm not even kidding if you live in new york city go follow nyc res x on instagram right now it is the most brilliant instagram i've ever heard about where if people have a reservation that they have to cancel at the last minute, they can send it to NYC Res X and they will do like a reservation alert on their story and you can request their reservation. It's like the best restaurants in New York City, like restaurants that you can't just get a reservation at. And Which so, is what we're doing tonight. Exactly. So Jake, since literally like the day I met him, has been talking about wanting to go to Fort Charles and Fort Charles Prime Rib, if you don't know about it. That's what it's called, right? The full name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Got it right. Go me. And it's impossible to get a reservation. And so um, they ended up having a reservation available. It was at 9.45 tonight. And our our conversation about it was so funny um, where I'm like, oh, my God, what do we do? It's so late. Like, can we do it? No. Like, we're going to be asleep. Like, we still have to record. Like, we can like go to the gym and then record and go, but it's so late. It's so late. Like, and Jake's like, and I would have had sushi yesterday. <laughs> and what would we do about Barkley? I'm like, I don't know. This is so stressful. And he's like, he literally goes, I already know we're not going to go. And we'll be in bed at 945 being like, wow, can you believe we almost <laughs> And now we're going. So I was We're wrong. going. We are going. And that is a really big plot twist. But yeah, I mean, I'm proud of us for going. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It, it has been on the list for like four years. Literally. At least. Um, okay. So back to the honeymoon phase. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think so. Like, I think we're like, can be, I guess, I don't know what quantifies the the honeymoon stage. I mean, I I don't think we're in it anymore. I think what, what quantifies that or like qualifies as that is like just thinking your relationship, like your partner, like everything is like perfect and always good. And like, they can do no harm. Not that I like think poorly of you or us but i mean yeah like there are nights where like we come over and we have a back to the question like we have absolutely nothing new to say because we talk all the time and Mm -hmm. we just are like oh we need to watch a show like what show do we watch oh no like we don't have any shows to watch we need to find a new show yeah i feel like that's when the relationship's good though when you can like sit there and be like we don't have to talk yeah we definitely have those times where we have nothing interesting or new to say to each other and i think um it's really interesting. I once read an article. There was this research study done that couples who have shows that they watch together, like sit down at the TV and like watch something every night, end up staying married for longer than those who do not because they always have that to look forward to and to talk about at the end of the night, even like regardless of how busy their days were. If you have kids, if you have a lot of things going on, like you always have that that brings you back together. Yeah. And I think if there's ever an awkward, uh, silence for us. We're just like Barkley, <laughs> and then <laughs> we just and then, and then we just stare at Barkley for like an hour straight, and we're like, he's so cute. It's those are like <laughs> the best. Though. I love those hours. <laughs> so Barkley's like our uh, icebreaker, I guess. Yeah, though he's a cha- he's challenging, but he's amazing. Yeah. Okay. How did you know you were actually in love? You want to start? I don't know. No, go for it. I'll <laughs> let you take this one. Uh, I don't know. Everything just felt really comfortable and easy. And yeah, I feel like that was it. Just like somebody that I like trust and care about and want to be there for and all those things. Yeah. I don't know that I have an answer for like, how did I know I was in love? Like, I mean, I definitely think like how he handled everything and, and being there for me with the Zoe stuff like helped, but I think I already like, I already felt that way before. I mean, I remember when we were in Miami, which you don't remember this. Guys, I told Jake I was falling in love with him, and he doesn't remember this. I don't remember that. And it was, like, the scariest, like, biggest moment for me. Yes, I said I told him I was falling in love with him and that I loved him first. It's like a scene from The Bachelor. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) Uh, um, No, but I I remember just, like, like so badly wanting to say it and, like, not saying it because, I don't know, like, I didn't want to say it too soon or whatever, but... Um, yeah, I think it, part of it was just 
Zoe, part of it, like, or how he reacted to that whole situation, how he was so there for me. I think part of it was, it's weird that I'm saying he, like, you're right here. I'm talking to you, but I'm kind of talking to them. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, guys, it's Alana. Um, I think part of it was how comfortable I felt with you, like, how safe I felt with you. Just, I mean, I, yeah, it was everything. There was no, like, doubt at yeah, all. Yeah, I agree. I feel like since, like, kind of the beginning, there's been, like, no doubt. It's always been really easy and comfortable yeah that's so cool yeah. i completely agree yay oh guys it's so cute of us <laughs> okay uh we have a few more questions left which of jake's roommates is his favorite frank for sure oh <laughs> frank actually just told us that he's leaving two months early did i tell you this right yeah it's really sad he's going to brooklyn isn't he is it official yet? TBD. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, Jake and I are moving in together this end of summer when his lease is up. I announced that in the intro last weekend accidentally, or last week, last episode. Yeah, my mom was very shocked to hear that. Really? <laughs> no. She was like, thank thank God you told me, because if I found out on Alana's podcast, <laughs> oh, I, I would have been so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. When did yeah. you tell them? I don't know. Maybe when we were like in Florida. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, probably same. Yeah, we've known for a while, I feel like. Yeah. Which I think people also are like, oh, like, how do you decide that? Like, it just feels like natural. Like, yeah, it'll also have been like a good amount of time, like a a long enough amount of time. Like, exactly a year and a half. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's that. Okay. If you asked for your needs and your partner shut you down or got defensive, how do you ask again? I mean, I would, like, try to sit them down in a more serious tone and ask them, I guess. Like, be like, we have to talk. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard you say that, and I hope it's the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just have to, like, say it straight. Some radical candor. Uh, oh, God, <laughs> I, I have such both, PTSD. We both hate no, that book no, so much. No, that book's no, the no, worst. No, no. Nobody that should book, read that, that book. That term, I can't. At a high level, I never want to hear that term again. <laughs> The logic behind it's right, but corporations don't use it very well. No, and it, I am very stressed. Okay. Oh, Jake, do you have any closing thoughts or things that like you wish seeing other people fan would know or you want them to hear? Um, no, everyone should go like, subscribe, leave a five-star review for Alana, and share this podcast with a friend. I feel like that's always my biggest advice for Alana is be like, you have to be like Jared and tell them to go tell a friend and to like, yeah, make sure everyone listens. Cause I, you know, we've talked about Jared enough, but he really, <laughs> he really started like from the ground up and built it up. And it was like one listener at a time. And so I always tell Alana that. So go uh, like and subscribe and give a five-star review. I remember every time I actually <clears throat> started saying that I would be like, oh, Jake's going to be so proud. And then like, you would text me like, I'm like, you did it. Like, there you go. <laughs> I am proud. Yeah. Yeah. And the podcast's growing, so it's good and it's exciting. And everyone that listens, like, Alana really appreciates it and I really appreciate it. And hopefully you guys are, like, learning stuff from this and enjoying it. And it's like an escape of uh, work or life or whatever. I mean, I listen to podcasts, like, all the time when I was, like, in the gym or the airport, stuff like that. Like, podcasts are nice in that type of way. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything to promote on social media or anything. (laughs) Total opposite of Alana. I haven't posted on Instagram in four years. Okay. First of all, I'm still laughing about imagining your mom finding out we were moving in together from the podcast. That would have been tragic. Uh, hi, Nancy. But, um, also yeah, Nancy, I appreciate you listening just as much as I appreciate Jake listening and seeing other people's number one and number two fans are Jake and his mom. So we love that. We're trying. (laughs) they're they're putting the show on their back um no wait guys jake's been recognized on this like jake's been recognized in public yeah that was actually really cool do you want to tell everyone about it yes i will tell everybody about it so i was working at a restaurant on the upper east side and i had to ask a table to like move over or something and so I go, hi, do you guys, can you guys move over? And they're like, sure. They're like, you look so familiar. Like, do I know you? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, whatever. Conversation ends. I leave, come back later just to like walk the area, checking on people. And they go, hey, like, can we speak to you for a second? I'm like, sure. What's up? They're like, does your girlfriend host a dating podcast? 
And I was like, yeah, she does. That's like super weird. She's like, you're the boyfriend. I was <laughs> like, yes, I am. And even the person you met the other day on the street who did the interview said the yeah. same thing. She's like, you're the boyfriend. Yeah, like, Alana, oh my God, like, oh my God, you're like the boyfriend, Jake. Yeah. 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 And it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I remember telling my, like, I was more excited that you got recognized than I have ever been to get recognized. I remember telling, like, my parents, and they're like, oh my God, like, that's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty impressive for somebody to, like, recognize, recognize you. me. Like, it's not like you're like, I mean, I guess if they follow me, they'll see you, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I'm pretty cool. much famous now. Basically. Yeah. I think Barkley is too. He's, he's getting there. I'm now committing to Barkley's rise to to fame. <laughs> Barkley. Barkley. All right. Well, Jake, thank you so much for being here on Seeing Other People. My final, final question is, what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever received? Just throwing that in there at the end. Best piece of dating you advice. You listen to every episode. You should have seen this coming. Best. Do you ask it every episode? I do. It's new. In, in the last two months. <laughs> um, best piece of dating advice that I ever received. Um, should I use another Jared one? There's a foot out there for everybody, meaning that, like, your type is out there. And, There's a foot out there. <laughs> and that, like, you'll, you'll find your person when you're supposed to find your person. And everybody has, like, their person out there. And I believe that. What a lovely note to end on. Am I your person? You're my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his foot. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget, as Jake said, give a five-star rating and a review. Follow seeing other people on Instagram. Alana's in on TikTok on Instagram. And send this episode to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. All right. We will see you guys, or I will see you guys, or hear you guys, or you'll hear me next time. Thanks, Jake. Ah, uh, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.